0: Hello everyone, I'm Pat and welcome to the Largo Podcast, where we discuss various topics related to my life in Japan as an English teacher, world cultures, history, social topics, and of course, some tips for improving your English. Tokyo no Jinbochu niyaru Largo Language School no Pato Sensei no Podcast desu. Hello everyone, it's already the end of March and the sakura are blooming. From next week, many people will start new jobs or a new year at school. As for me, I would just continue what I usually do. Growing up in the U.S., September always feels like the time for new beginnings. Even after living in Japan for so long, spring for me is just a never-ending battle with pollen allergies and then cherry blossoms. Good luck to everyone who is about to start a new challenge, especially if it is English-related. Today's episode is going to be about Charlie on the MTA. So, Japan is famous for mascots, but the ones we probably come in contact with the most are those associated with our train passes. Suika has a penguin, Pasmo has a train character, and Ikoka has a platypus. Today, I want to introduce a fun story about how Boston got its train card mascot, Charlie. Who is Charlie? Well, he comes from a folk song called MTA, or Charlie on the MTA, written in 1949 by Jacqueline Steiner and Bess Lomax Hawes, two musicians who wrote the song for a politician who wanted to lower train fares in Boston. The story is that, Charlie prepares to go to work, puts some money in his pocket, says goodbye to his family, and gets on the train. However, when he tries to get off, he discovers that he doesn't have enough money to pay the exit fare, or the cost to get off the train. Most of Tokyo's trains operate on the same kind of system, right? Except for buses, we usually pay when we get off or exit the station. Boston had a similar system until 2006, when the so-called Charlie card was introduced to make payments easier. Now, you can ride the T anywhere in the Boston area for $2.40, or roughly 240 yen. The T is what people called their subway, probably also in reference to the Boston Tea Party, but that's a story for another time. This simple system is pretty convenient, but that means that it costs the same to travel short distances and long distances. So when I lived in Boston, I would walk a lot to save some money. In Charlie's situation, where he has to deal with exit fares, the price for taking the train increases while he is on board. However, he doesn't have enough money, so he can't get off. I'll go ahead and read some of the lyrics from the song. Did he ever return? No, he never returned. And his fate is still unlearned. He may ride forever beneath the streets of Boston. He's the man who never returned. Sounds a little sad, right? Well, the good news is that every day his wife comes to throw him a sandwich just as the train rolls by. So at least he has food. I remember singing this song when I was in elementary school in our music class. And then, when I was a Boy Scout, we sang it around the campfire in a very energetic version. Since it is a folk song rooted in politics, it also has a slightly punk feel to it that I have always enjoyed. I'll leave a link below to the most famous version of the song by the Kingston Trio, recorded in 1959. So Charlie's legacy has lived on till today, but unfortunately, the service of the MTA, or what we call the MBTA today, or the T, is not so great. The trains are noisy, they screech when they go around corners, they are dirty, get stuck in snow in winter, and the staff, who probably don't have such great working conditions, are often not so friendly. I would like someone to make a news story about Charlie that involves cleaning the trains or being kind to one another. Recently, I actually had a slightly similar experience. Since last year, I have used my phone's Suica card function instead of a physical card. It is convenient because I can charge it using a credit card linked to my phone. It certainly feels like the future. However. Sometimes there's an issue where when I try to charge money to it, my phone doesn't accept my fingerprint rating and therefore won't let me charge. On this day, I was stuck inside the ticket gate trying to charge the additional 10 yen I needed to get out. Luckily, I was able to bring my phone to the ticket machine and charge it there. So this event is what made me recall Charlie on the MTA. But this time, it was Pat on the Tulzai line. Have you ever had any trouble with train fares? Okay, this will be it for today's episode about Charlie. Transcripts will be available for Largo students, and feel free to drop a question or a comment in the question box located in the description for each episode. Thank you very much. See you next time. Did he ever return? No, he never returned. And his fate is still unlearned.